Hello everyone, this is Michael, and you're about to listen to the Campaigns Made Men episode 12. In the last episode, the characters finally made their way out of the city after uh, selling some Rexan on the street and getting enough money to bribe some guards. They found themselves walking into the actual wasteland, and that is where we pick up today's episode with them walking in. I think I do a terrible job in the moment of describing what the area just outside the wastelands looks like. It, I really was trying to evoke a sense of Raiders of the Lost Ark and sort of that Egyptian uh, bazaar scene that happened right around the time that uh, Marion was being chased and the monkey and then the fight and all that kind of cool stuff. Uh, but I just don't think I did a very good job of it. So ignore what I say, and in your mind, think of that movie, and you'll have more what I was going for. I believe this episode is also where we introduce uh, Sala, also known as Belmond, also known, I believe, as Reginald at some point. He is basically the best friend of Zane's missing father, who accompanied him into the wastelands uh, and was sort of a father, uncle-like, I guess, uncle-like figure to Zane growing up. Uh, he was based off of Sala, again from Raiders of the Lost Ark, and because I kept forgetting his name, I refer to him as the Sala character. So in our current games, which were probably three sessions ahead of this one at this point, so four or five episodes, we've just started calling him Sala. So I, I apologize for that. It just kind of works out. So just some advice for any potential DMs out there. Uh, try to remember the names that you give characters and try to use the right name. Looking back, I should have just called him Sala and called it a day. So anyways, here you go. Episode 12 of Made Men. Thanks for listening. So as you're approaching, the two guards are just like, I kind of thought you'd use a wagon. But, All right, let's go. They, Quickly. Yeah, they take the money. They don't forget, put in a good word for me. I got you, man. So basically what happens is you go through this really thick, it's like probably about 10 foot wide passageway, and then you turn at a right or left angle, and then you got to go down like 20, 30 feet, and then you go out the other side. Uh, so that there's no direct passage anyway through, and there's porticolises all the way along that can be closed to, to block people off. But going out, it's kind of like crossing the border. Once you're out, once you're in, they're not going to check you again going out. But when you come back into the city, you have a se- separate set of guards on the outside that would be watching you come in. So you're able to get out without any further incident. Now, when you walk outside, the best way I can describe it is it's sort of like uh, I keep thinking of like the Arabian Nights. It's like this sort of like, you know, bizarre open tent flea market thing. You know, there's like the snake handlers and that that music playing. I think of that Aladdin, the opening music to Aladdin. That's probably what it is. So there's just, it's almost like a giant flea market that extends along the entire outer side of the wall. And it kind of curves up a little bit, makes like a U. And there's like camels, uh, other animals, uh, shops, and, and now, I know that Zane's character has been in the Wasteland. Have either of you guys ever gone into the Wasteland before? I've been out there a few times, but it's not my expertise. All right. So, for the most part, the people who live in the Wastelands, even the people who live this close to the city, have just, for some reason or another, wanted out of the city. Maybe the gangs were after them and they just wanted away. They got tired of the BS or the rule. Uh, so they've come out and they now live out here. So there's like a whole, almost like half a city that, that lives just on the outside of the, of the main city here. Once you get probably like two miles into the wastelands, it's no man's land. I mean, you may not find water for days. There's very little uh, habitation. There's 
creatures. Some just, you know, monsters, and some are just natural predators that are dangerous. So it's a very, very, very dangerous place to be. But it is scattered with ruins, and that's where most people who are like scavengers, they try to find these ruins and try to find particularly GIS artifacts, or like the big thing that people look for because they're valuable. Because especially all the gangs uh, like to try to modify GIS artifacts to make them... More powerful. It's like the Silent Sisters have found ways to make those silence areas. Um, some of the other ones have found, like, the same thing as Silent Sisters, they have guns, which you don't know that they're called that, but basically there's GIST technology that uses as powerful weapons. So there's a whole commodity of people going into the wastelands and coming back out with GIST artifacts. And most, most of the time, people don't even know what they do. Like, they may have this thing and it doesn't do anything, but it's clearly GIST artifacts, so people will buy it that kind of so all along this area, there's people selling stuff and like, hey, this is GIS and you know this is this or use this or you know, it, half of it's probably bull crap. You know, like if you wave this over your sword, it'll become it'll kill anything. GIS artifacts, most of it's you know BS type stuff. Um, but there's even like taverns, there's bars, there's inns that all run along this shop. So where would you like to go now that you're out here? We'll we'll take after we get out of sight. We'll take his stuff off of him and. Thank you. Tell them thank you for going Last along with you. it. Um, this is your area now, Zane. I know, but I don't really know. Like well, the other thing I want to mention too, and you guys would all know this, but in in this version, especially in this part of the world, the the elves that you would traditionally think of as like woodland creatures are desert creatures. So there are nomadic bands of elves that live out and they have found a way to survive and even thrive in the wastelands. Uh, but they're usually hostile towards other people. Outside. Yeah, so you know, they're, they're not necessarily welcoming, but if you do go in the wastelands, you might come upon a caravan of elves or one of their nomadic tribes. So there also are also some elves in the uh, bazaar because they're also selling artifacts that they found and trading for water and food and that kind of thing. So there's almost no elves inside the city. So pretty much... It, if, unless you go on the wasteland, you probably have never seen an elf before, but there are elves walking around. Um, we'll go to um, somebody's tavern that, you know, that I have um, gone to frequently, like, is usually a place where I stop as I'm going in and out of the city, like, traveling back and forth. Okay. And this so, is the place where I'll stop, and so I know the guy there. Okay. So the one thing about the bazaar, too, is it, it's a very fluid sort of environment, so the tavern... It's, it's more like an open art air stall, so it may not be in the same place today as it was yesterday, as it was the day before. But you're still very comfortable in this environment, and that's something you guys probably would pick up on, probably you more so than you, that a lot of people seem to recognize Zane, and that people call out to him, and quite a few people come up and like kind of offer him condolences, and there's sort of like a, a family familiarity, but also some sort of sadness, like, oh, I haven't seen you in a while, you know, how's, how's things going? And, you know, I'm sorry, but like they don't necessarily explain what they're sorry about, but there's definitely a relationship he has with, with numerous people. Just about everybody you pass either knows or waves at Zane as someone that's familiar. So you make it into one of the taverns. What's it called? Um, the Wasteland. No, the Drinking Fountain. The Oasis? I was just about to say, the Oasis. That's okay. cliche right. as it can be. <laughs> and that's what we're all about here at the Indie Academy. <laughs> Cliches. All right, and what's the name of the guy that you know in the Oasis? Uh, Randolph. Sure. All right. 
So Gold Randolph. That's, that's the first. No, Randolph. Randolph and Mortimer. Randolph is half-elf. Um, and he's actually one of the people that knew your father very well, and he's very, very familiar with you, and you would consider him a friend. He's probably older. You know, maybe uh, your character's probably in his 20s, early 30s. This guy's probably 70, 80 years old, but because of his half-half heritage, he's, he's more like a 50-year-old. Uh, but when you when you first walk in, you know, again, it's like the Indiana Jones, when he goes to the bar that Marion runs, there's like nobody in there other than people that work. And he kind of looks up, and the sunlight's pouring through, so you're all shadowed. You really can't see you until Grexel stands behind you, blocks off the sun, and he's like, Sane! he's just so excited to see you. He runs up and just gives you a great big hug, and he's just patting you on the back. Like, Zane, Zane! Sneak attack. <laughs> um, okay. I hug him, and... Um, come in, come in, come in! I'll, I'll tell him that I've got two guys with me. Can you uh, just hook him up with something real quick so you while you and I talk? Hey, hey, hey come on, come in, come in. On the house, whatever they want. Bacon? Bacon, bacon. Lots of bacon for the, my friend over here. Any friend of Zane is a friend of mine. They actually have a, uh, a bacon drink here. It's a chocolate milkshake bacon. It's chopped up bacon blended in bacon that's been sitting out for three days. Like, not... The fat that was in the pan no, three it's, days ago. It's just an eight ounce glass of bacon fat. <laughs> and then they put in hot bacon grease. <laughs> I'm, assuming, I'm assuming Grexel would. That's no, what you'd Grexel, wash, Grexel, wash is, Grexel is disgusting. <laughs> but you could dip your bacon in it. You could dip your meat in the bacon. Because okay. you're lucky you have four hearts. Because you probably, one of them's already, already had a heart attack. <laughs> Um, all right, he, he brings you back into the like a back room. And this is probably a place. It's just full of junk and oddities and gifts, artifacts, and just random crap. And he's like, he just instantly like, oh, have you seen this? Like, ah, you know, just picking up everything. He's like, oh, you know, what do you? Can you read that? And just going so fast, you can't even keep up. Hold he's on. clearly excited. Slow down. First of all, is all the stuff that he's picking up? Is it all? Like guest stuff. It, it's a lot of it's junk, but there's a lot of true artifacts too. But they're like pieces and parts. It's nothing whole. Nothing catches my eye. No, no, nothing is just like. Ah. So it'd be like you know, if something broke apart, it's like a shard of something or a piece of something. But it's mostly it is actually gift. All right. Well, hang so, on. I'll I'll okay. I'll talk to you about this stuff after our, we have our have a discussion. I need to talk to you about something first, and then I really will like spend a few minutes with them talking about you've this. You've heard, haven't you? Of course. Of course. That's why you've come. I'm so excited. Of course. We will leave tomorrow, right? Um, not, not so fast. <laughs> um, are, you, are you prepared? I can be prepared in a day. Okay. Um... I stopped you, man. <laughs> um, uh, what did what did they tell you? What exactly did they tell you? No one told me anything. Uh, wait, know. wait. Why are why are you here? Uh, well, I need help finding somebody. You're not here for the tower. That too, but I need this first. Okay, who, who are you looking for? He seems very... The fact that you are more excited now kind of bumps him out a little bit. Well, I think that I... There's I mean, things that I know that your character is supposed to know that you don't know that you know. 
which is fine. So when he mentions the tower, the only thing that you could think of, there's sort of a semi-legendary guest location called the Stone Fort. And it's been explored dozens of times. It's something your father probably went to at least once a year. And he was convinced that there was a hidden chamber, uh, what was called the Tower of the Stone Fort, and that if he ever could get in there, he would find like the you know Valhalla or what, Spanish City of Gold, what's that called? El Dorado. El Dorado of Gis Artifacts. But in all of his travels, he was never able to find that chamber or find that entrance. So that's the only thing you can think of when he says the tower. That's the first thing that you would think is that the Stone Fort Tower has been found. Dun, dun, dun. Who found it? No one knows. How did you find out? I can show you. Okay. All right, so he leads you to the back of his back room, and there's like a ladder. He climbs up, and there's just like these like four or five platforms that just sort of crisscross on top of each other against the wall, so you're like 30 feet up, and he has like a spyglass. He's like, look, and you look there, and you can see... You've, you've looked out that way a thousand times. There's clearly a tower where there was never a tower before, and it is in the direction of the stone fort. Have you gone out there yet? No, the elves. They've surrounded the place. They're killing everybody who gets close. Oh, elves. <laughs> Dirty, filthy. <laughs> Fucking elves. <laughs> yeah, it's my mother. She's a whore. What can I say? <laughs> oh, he's an elf? He's a half elf. No, I didn't, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> you know, you know my run-ins. But the elves like you, and they like me. Well, they respect your father. I think we can get in. I think I may be getting close to uh, the man that I'm looking for, uh, who has done me wrong, and we are all we're looking for four travelers that are new to the area. Um. There are, there were some murders committed in the city. I've heard. And the queen thinks that it could have been caused by these four travelers that are new to the city. You know, I thought something was weird. They came through here just a few days ago. And I remember because there was a dwarf with them. And I'd never seen a dwarf before. I think maybe if I find out, I think maybe if I find out what's going on with the murders, it might help me with. Letting me know if the guy that that I'm looking for is really the guy. Yeah. I hate the bad news, but I think they're dead. <laughs> what makes you think that? So they were heading towards the stone fort. Where are they? Did you? Where did they stay here with you? They they passed. There they were a, a mystery about them. I mean, they were an event. So a lot of us went up and tried to you know get hired on as part of their caravan, and uh, they also mentioned something about a key. And that they needed to get to the stone fort. This was before that I realized the tower had risen. In fact, it was me looking towards that way because of them that I saw that it had risen. Did they say that they were in the city? Did they come from the city? Yeah, they came from within the city. And that they were heading towards the stone fort. And they were in, in a hurry. What did they stop here for? Supplies. Water. Food. Okay. Speaking well, why of did they mention a key? They were looking for a key? Uh, I overheard they... them mentioning something that they Do you thought... think they had a key with them? I don't know. Do you think it might have been them who actually rose the tower? I don't have any idea. That dwarf did say he was a wizard. Didn't believe him, of course, but maybe. I'm a wizard, too! Greg's <laughs> all! Hang on! I saw them big. So, did you hear about Sir AQs? No. 
Yeah, I think of like a gingerbread man. He's not actually dead. Him. He's missing. Who's Sir Acus? He was the royal guard that was also killed. The guard. He wasn't guard. The leader. He, he of the was guard. like the head of the guards. Oh, okay. How do you know? It's been going from word mouth to mouth ever since. Apparently. What about the princess? No, she's dead, as far as we know. But um, the body of Sir Acus basically got dropped, and it turned out it wasn't actually him. He had some sort of guess artifact that made it look like him. It was just some servant that worked in the palace, and no one's seen a Sir Acu since. So now they think he might have been the one that committed the murders. Why are your stories so complicated? <laughs> okay, well, I'll, uh, so I'll, like, go to the, uh, main door, or, like, the little door, the door to the room where we came in here. And All right, so you climb back down the, because you're up on the, like, scaffolding right now. Yeah, okay. and then, um, motion for, like, if Omi's... Are you done? Uh, so you guys beer, eating? ale, bacon, stew, bacon ale. Yeah, but they're basically just taking, they're taking care of you guys. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing better than being uh, seventy-five pounds, or I guess really like, you're like fifty. You're forty-five pounds as well. Like you as originally. All right. You might have gained some weight. <laughs> but I don't know. You were a Rex addict, so yeah. you probably lost a little bit. I was awake weight. like twenty-four-seven. <laughs> uh, so I'll tell. I'll motion him to come over to join us. And, um, like, when Grexel looks up, I'll be like... I'll I, I walk over, too. Okay. I'll be like... Wait, <laughs> would you come over? Yeah, it's a pretty sweet little place you got here, man. Um, Thank you. I'll tell him that he... These are my most, um... My most not trusted friends. <laughs> Grexel, can you go back... <laughs> can you go back to, uh... Graydon's? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go back to can you go back to Graydon? No, can you can you go back to the table and uh, keep Why? eating to leave, so that we can talk? I can listen. What did you say that it was besides bacon that you care about the most? I don't remember. Books, Books and, and, spells. and spells. Yeah, I can listen. Do you say anything out loud about that? Books or spells? Um, there's books with spells in them. About spells about bacon. Sure. Because right. he would have plenty of books that he could at least let him look at. Okay. So he rummages around finding you wanna, some books. Do you want to check out these spell uh, books? Yeah. Some of it's like elven poetry, history, <laughs> nothing cool. You know what? If there's anything about with the wasteland story, history, I would like to read it. Okay. On the table right next to them. <laughs> like by the table. Like, they're sitting here, I'm sitting right there so I can hear them, and I'm reading. We'll climb back up to the top of the. What? Where are place. you going? Somewhere He's got to show like ear level. He's going to show me something up there. We'll be back and take Omi with us. Okay. All right. So you all guys right. are all up in the top of the tower now. So I'll fill Omi in on what he told me, and I'm having a little trouble thinking straight. Can, is there anything that you can think to ask? Um, so we know that the four guys went to the tower. Because I was trying to not pay too much attention when he was talking. But um, the four guys... The tower just rose. He, the the four, four guys just went over there. They stopped here, but then they went over there. He, he also said that the head of the royal guard um, was... Who was killed? About that time, actually, your entire scaffolding starts to shake. I look down. <laughs> Grexel's trying to climb up the 
ladder. Greg, so you're going to break it and then we won't be able to get down. I'm not here. Your invisibility, invisibility! spell didn't work. <laughs> I'm reading the book downstairs. I'm still climbing up. All right. So there, I mean, this, this is like a makeshift scaffolding. <laughs> it will collapse under your weight. Don't you do that because we need his help. All right, we're climbing down. We can... Oh, wait. So let's take your friend. He wants to go to, to, where? to the tower and we need to go to the tower. That's clearly where we need to go. Why are we going to the tower? There's magical powers there. Um, oh, okay. The guys that we're looking for might be there. Why are we looking for those guys and not the ghost? We're looking for the guys who committed the murders. Why do you care about the guys who committed the murders? You don't even want to see Graydon. Why do you want to go find the guys? That's the feel you hope on, I don't know what to say back to that. It is a legit question. Why do we still care about who killed the princess? We, Why? Uh, well... I just have a feeling that those four guys are in cahoots with the alien and the source of the guest powers. What alien? I'm, I'm talking Arthur? about the ghost. Yeah. Think we need to find the okay. ghost for your key or go to can the Can I can I ask you something? Hmm? Um as DM mm-hmm. or okay. You know because you created it and you created my backstory. You know what my main motivation is, like Yes. Instead of all the stuff on the surface, like underneath that, you know what that is. So, in the game, I'm trying to put to make it so that maybe um, something about what we're looking for now will help me with that. But I'm never. But there is actually not a connection there, and I just want to know if is there supposed to be some kind of connection that I should be noticing between what's going on and maybe and maybe it's going to help me find out whether or not that person is behind the... Maybe. So, because what he said is a good point, is that... Well, the, the, the original old, reason that you were after the, the supposed murderers was because Graydon asked you to in repayment for you screwing up and stealing the drugs from him and stealing the key. So as a way to get back into his good graces, which may allow you to continue to do what you're really trying to do... If you can find the murderers, then you will have gotten back into his good graces. If you've already just, like, you've decided you're done with great, then you could also do the same thing with the actual, the queen. If you really can solve the murders and bring to justice the people who killed her daughter, she probably would be indebted to you and perhaps become an ally who has resources to, you know, access to resources that would would assist you. The third thing is, because of what happened to your family, and there's that mystery the stone fort would be a draw to you, partly because it's possible that that's where they end up going. Because remember, they went, they didn't tell you where they were going, and they disappeared. And who? Your your dad and your brother. It's believed that they were murdered because they never returned. But like you've never seen the bodies. Like, none, like they just basically disappeared, and then you heard the rumor that there was a hit put on them by mm-hmm. somebody because of something. So there's a loose possibility any three of those threads might get you closer to the answer. Okay. Okay, I wasn't putting that together in my head. I still don't know what to say to you. <laughs> um. Hey, Michael here. Sorry for the interruption. But uh, at this point in the podcast, there were two conversations going on at the same time, and I, you just couldn't hear what was happening, so I had to cut out about two minutes of audio. Uh, Randolph was talking to Omi's character, excuse me, Rob's character, Omi, about the elves and how the elves' culture predates the Gis attack, lived through it, and then is still around. So often they have some of the most 
uh, insightful reactions, the most knowledge. They, they have a longer history regarding them compared to some of the other cultures. While Evan was talking to Nico out of character about trying to find ways to give Nico's character Grexel a reason to stay around and have some desire to want to help out and not really want to go back and talk to Graydon, Evan eventually realized that we were all talking and kind of stopped. So you'll, I'll start the audio back with me finishing up the conversation with Omi, and then Evan and Grexel kind of have their conversation uh, more in character. So sorry for the interruption, and back to the podcast. They're the only culture that is before and after. And a lot of their culture was destroyed by the guests, but, the, but some of those remain. So they, they tell stories of what happened during the portal. They were enslaved by the guests. And now that they're free, so they probably have the most complete knowledge of anybody of the guests, and they're they're better able to utilize what they find because they have books and, and memories. Yeah, of how and I, I would love to obtain as much knowledge to be able to use this that ability. I mean, their tools to use these tools. I want to have that right here, and I can be like, oh, you know, I don't have to worry about, or I can have some cool weapon. I don't know, that's how I'm thinking, but... Or, or our group has something that's... All right, I'm sorry, so what were you guys discussing? Well, so I'm contemplating on... Because at this point, I will do... I would do. I want to give him a reason to want to be with us and help us instead of me just saying, constantly saying... There's bacon at the end I of can't the tell you, yeah. Because there's bacon. Because <laughs> eventually he's... So, I mean, I don't know, like, I just... So, should I... Well, I, I just don't want to give him... Like, if he is still... He doesn't have any reason not to trust Graydon. He's still in good graces with Graydon. If I tell him what I believe about Graydon, he might not believe that Graydon could do that, or that he... Graydon wouldn't do that. Well, Graydon right. would never do that, so he might tell Graydon what, I, what I'm thinking. So, what, I want to make a, like a, an educa- a decision in-game about whether or not... I think he would do that or not, and I just I don't know if there's something that I would do like with a with a an intelligence role or well, with I'll, a. I'll put that back in Nico's hands. Um, I don't I don't see you intentionally breaking trust, but you strike me as the way you're playing your character that you might forget. Like like he, he might believe you completely, and then just forget why you don't like him like three weeks later <laughs> and just be like, oh, wait, that's right. That is, you know, and just like... That's very possible. So, so, so hey, you tell me, has there ever been a situation where you've told him something else in the past, like something really important about a job or a task that, that Grexel forgot to do or messed up on or have you always been pretty consistent in doing what you're supposed to be doing? Only for non-important things. For like little minor things or don't kill this person but kill this person and I end up killing two people. Stuff like that, but not for you. Don't kill somebody. But see, that's what I'm worried about because those are important things to me. <laughs> to you, they I mean, don't. I'll say it that way. Things. This way, I've never betrayed your trust in terms of doing Secrets. something that would doing something that would hurt you. Like I haven't gotten some situation that you got arrested or whatever. But a good example is when we're in, in the sewers that I killed the people that you wanted to not have killed. So that's not breaking your trust. This is Gregson being Gregson. Because as far as you know, I do consider you my best friend. Because pretty much, when you think about it, we always hang out. Okay. So in in game or in character, um, Gregson, I think that you're I think that you're smarter than you 
let on, and I think that you're going to understand what, I, what I'm saying. And at this point, I do want to give you a good reason for being with us. So my before I before I came into the city permanently and started working for Graydon or getting jobs from Graydon, I lived in the wasteland, and my family was killed. I saw. I came into the city and I started working for Graydon and since I've been doing jobs for him, the, th- the things that I've learned about him and the, the things that are important to him and the things that he collects, I've put that all that information together and I don't know it for a fact yet, but I believe that Graydon could have, I believe that Graydon ordered for my family to be killed because possibly he wanted something that they had. He might he wanted something um, with the, to do with the artifacts that they had because in the wasteland, my family made a pretty good business from scavenging for gifts, artifacts, and selling them. And I think that I think that they were killed maybe because they had something somebody wanted. And at this point, I've put together that I think it may have been Graven. I don't know for a fact yet, so I've never acted on it. But I think that maybe if we find these murderers and maybe get in good graces with the queen, maybe she could give me information to let me know whether or not my intuition is, is right. So this is a big deal. I mean, obviously, he's just told you that he secretly believes the person he's been working for murdered his family. So as Greg Salinas Nico, I want you to take a couple seconds to digest that before you respond. So, this is revenge? I can't... I'm not going to lie to you and say that it's not, because it probably... Most of it probably is motivated by revenge. I want to find the person who killed my family. Killed the people that were close to me. The only people that I had. Yeah, yeah I guess it is, re- it is mostly revenge. Did you ask Graydon? No. If it is true, and Graydon thought for a second that I knew that he was the killer, or ordered the killer, ordered them to be killed, then I would assume that he would attempt to kill me. Hmm. Okay. So what are you doing now? Trying to find the murderers. Why don't we go to Graydon and ask him? Well, what do you think Graydon would do if 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 Graydon is the man behind the murders, and we ask him, what do you think he would do If if it's true? We don't have to ask him nicely. He doesn't have to tell us the truth either. So then you don't know. That's right. But that I think that finding these... I think that going to the tower, first of all, there could be something at the tower that w- that could help me find out maybe if my brother and my dad were at the tower when they got killed or maybe there's something at the tower that I'll recognize that maybe they were after. And also, if the we find whoever ki- the killers are and we can prove it, then maybe the queen will give me information about Graydon or the gang leaders or anything. Hopefully you can read that. Are you supposed to spell that like gay? No. To no, get that's right. To get now. To work with those people. Oh, I thought you said you. No, now. So much I can read it. I'm just making sure I'm understanding that correctly in my head. Okay. I'm not saying you need to act on that. I'm just making sure you understand it. Right. I, I was aware of this. Okay. Cool. All right. Sorry. No, that's right. I mean, you had to clarify this time one. So why don't we look for the ghost? Mainly because uh, I don't even know how to begin looking for a ghost. But the ghost, the guy we met. Yeah, I feel that he the ghost... probably killed the princess. It's possible, but it's obvious. How, how are we going to look for him? I don't know. It's a ghost. Well, <laughs> I'm just I love. 
<laughs> like, uh, it's obvious. <laughs> but, okay. This going I'm, to the tower. Ta- well, I, the, if we go to the tower, we're going to find out a lot of answers. We're going to get closer to finding out why we... How, who, what, where, when, why, all about the ghost. Possibly find out information about... I take it you know your his father then, right? Was killed by... It, um, is that... I know as my father and my brother, but... Is, is there anybody else? Yeah. So my father and my brother. But that was but the only people that were left. Yeah, your mother wasn't around. What, you know, whether she left well, or yeah, not years before. So there's, there's reason enough for you to have drive to go there. There's... It's a new guest thing that's popped up. Well, uh, and, and clearly actually, the actually ghost... The ghost just came up out of nowhere within the past two days, and that thing just popped up within the past day or so, from what Randolph just told us. So, I think it's just obvious. As sh- and the, the four guys went there. Why are we not going to go? Agree. We're going to find out a lot of answers. And I Also, Gretzel, I want you to want to help me. So, if... Gretzel doesn't care. If there's anything that... That I can do for you by maybe helping me find these people, then I'll do it. I'll help you. Find what people? Um, the people, the the killers, um, the ghost, or the ghost. The, the ghost, ghost the alleged killers, and possibly Zane's family or re- how they died. Well, so we're going to the tower. To yes. the tower. So we need water. Water and food. We can get that stuff here. How far away is the tower? Probably three days. Can you travel. can you climb down off the shelves though first? Sure. Oh yeah. Have they broken yet? <laughs> You've been standing. Just, that's fun. Well, I just the visual I had of Grexel on uh, on the shelves. Nice. So it's Randolph coming with us? I'm asking him. Yes. Yeah. That's that's, that's okay. With I would like it if Randolph went. Been itching to get back out there. Do you, you clearly trust okay. Randolph? I don't see why not. I'd like to convince his daughters to come too. <laughs> um. All right. Can you hook us up with the usual supplies yeah. to get he, out there? He'll put together a couple carts. They'll have camels, basically, that will pull them. Um, so you'll have food and water enough for the four of you, probably for a month. So more than enough, if as long as nothing bad happens. But those damn elves, we're gonna come across a posse. But wait a minute, you said that I haven't had any problems with the elves. No, you you've had good relationships with the elves in the past. Your dad, at some point when you were very little, something happened where he was able to work with them, and they've they've always treated you and your family very very kindly. But that's still a standoffish relationship. But most people, they would just kill. Like if you're walking through the desert and they kill, if they see you, they just shoot you dead and leave you there. You, at least, they would talk to, offer you dinner, and then maybe kill you. <laughs> I just think it's like the Native Americans. It's very, very similar to that. So the white man in their territory, very likely. But if you're Maverick, then you get to hook up and they, you know, go ride Russian bikes and teach them how to play cards. Yeah, but not with the Indian guy. Anyways. Okay. Okay. So you spend the rest of the night talking to Randall. He's telling you old stories about your dad and your brother and their adventures together and all the crazy stuff. And, and it's stuff that you knew about your dad, but, you know, you're a little bit older now and you can kind of see maybe a different side of him. Not just your dad, but this, like, adventurer guy who had all these, you know, 
uh, adventures, basically. And he did these crazy things and took these risks, but was very good at his job. Um, you know, people seem to love him. Just he's such a friendly person. It kind of gives you a little bit new new perspective about your dad. And in some ways, might actually make it a little bit worse that you you know don't have that relationship with him any longer. Uh, he also goes through all those gifts artifacts he was showing you. You know, found this and found that. And one thing in particular happens is uh, he was actually showing you. There's this little crystal that kind of looks like it's kind of thrumming with power, almost like a power source. And as he's showing it to you, it actually starts to thrum faster and stronger. Like there's like a pulse of light, and he kind of looks like that's that's weird. I've never seen it do that before. Beep 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 beep. <laughs> Run! <laughs> it's a tactical mini nuke. Uh, does he have numbers counting down? No, no. Let me see it. Right, he hands it to you, and it, it gets, actually gets even stronger and even faster. Boom! 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 What is that? Do I know what it is? Uh, it's a crystal. You've seen like a lot of the guest technology was based off of crystals. So they had like a lot of crystals powered things and were, were components of other things. Like that key is basically it's a crystal embedded into a shaft. It's probably just part of something else. Can I use that as a, use that as a rock on my staff? No. Do I think that the crystal is like <laughs> very just, sturdy? No, that's in character. Like, <laughs> no. If you hit stuff, if you put it on the end of his staff, would it just be damaged if he used It's it? very possible that it would just shatter. It's clearly got a connection to you, Zane. Well, yeah, but I don't know what to do with it. Let me see it. Grab it. Are you holding it? Yeah. Can I see it? I'm holding it, and it's just going boom, 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 boom. Can I see it? I won't break it. Okay. All right, it's still thrumming, but less. When you let go of it, it actually goes back to what it was doing before, which is just the steady... Now you hold it. Boom, 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 boom. Look closer to your chest. Still boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom, boom. Maybe we could make music with it. <laughs> it's an instrument. Um, I think it's Zane's. I think it's meant for Zane. Zane has some... But there's, what about other GIS artifacts? There's other artifacts here nearby, right? Mm-hmm. If I... That's the only one that seems to have any sort of reaction at all. Everything else is just pieces and parts. Was he showing it to me because it already did that? Yeah, well, he just had like a, like a, basically rolled out like a little carpet. He's got all the cool new stuff he wants to show you. Like He's telling you the story of where he found it. So before, it wasn't pulsing at all. It was pulsing a little bit because he showed it to Omi early on. Oh, okay. so he wasn't like showing you like, hey, look, this thing, this thing thrums. It's just like here, here's all the cool new new stuff I had, and he's like, hey, this is thrumming differently now. That's weird. And this, in the process of talking to you, that's when you realize that it got more closer to you. Okay. Hey Zane, your dad sucks, and he was a terrible adventurer. I'm, trying to, get, I'm trying to get your emotions really riled <laughs> up to see if it does anything. To I punch him. <laughs> I don't. I don't really get angry, but I just. Uh-oh. I'm just Plus like, seven. Eleven. I don't understand. Is AC eleven or lower? No, he's higher than that. Alright. I tried to punch you like this. <laughs> so I don't get angry. Okay. But Damn I'm, it. Can, I'm just like You can tell that he's just trying to get a reaction. You don't know why, yeah. but he's just trying to get a reaction. It's like, why are you saying that? Can I punch you again? <laughs> you can try. They stopped me, I guess. You've I, killed lots of people accidentally. Yeah, 22. He punched you. I actually jumped onto his arm <laughs> as he was punching at me, and I just went with it, and now I'm back at him. <laughs> ha ha! Too bad. <laughs> can, I, can I pull my punch and not like, call it destroying my punch? Well, he's got enough hit points, you can't kill him in one hit. All right. 
nine points of damage. You take nine points of damage. Are you serious? Nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, oh, no, that's seventeen. Don't say that. Jeez, All right, well, let's get going and let's take this with us. Right. So the rest of the night, kind of late into the night, he tells stories about your dad. He asks you about, you know, what's been going on with you, and you can fill in as much as you want. And why is it there's all these kind of guys are getting supplies set up, so you know pretty much early in the morning you're going to have enough supplies and you guys can head off into the desert. So what are you going to do with the crystal? Nothing. Just keep it. He can keep it or I'll keep it on me. I think, I'm just taking it with I think. us. That you should hold on to that. Zone. Can I go to the shopping district and like to cover walk? Hmm? I would like to do that. Okay, so you're gonna look for what? I'm just walking around just to see what they're selling. Okay, I mean it, mostly it's a collection of junk from the wastelands, but there's also normal swords, armor, food, good luck charms. You know anything you would find in a normal market, you find here. <laughs> Any nice rocks? I can put my stuff. Not for sale, but there are. There's like a rock holding up like a stand. that's like a little bit off. They used a rock to to make it level, so you could take that out from underneath. Is it a cool looking rock? It's a cool looking rock. I'm taking it. Okay. He was like, Ah, I got my stand. Ah! All his stuff turns sideways and falls into the floor. Ding, 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 ding. All his jewelry and pots and stuff playing together. I'd like to try and find out as much as I can, like about the guests, though. So I mean, I looking for anything I could probably Some tell old you elven books that have been converted into common or well most of them haven't been converted but I mean you are in a party with a very I could probably right. tell you what oh, you want to all know right. so you're you're really knowledgeable it. in the gifts as it's well it's all a really big mystery so I'm I, I don't know a lot I don't know everything but I know just as much as pretty much anybody else would that if you found somebody else that was very like the educated, elves. they probably wouldn't have a lot of answers either. But okay. I, I know what they do. Okay. Okay. Well, then, never mind. I'll just be looking for uh, some, uh, some... Is there title. anything that you want to know specifically? Hey there, Michael again. Uh, one final interruption for this episode. Yet again, I had four people talking into one microphone, and you just couldn't make out what people were saying. Uh, essentially, the only thing you miss here is that Grexel decides to go shopping in the bazaar outside of the tavern that they're in. He uh, finds a guy who's wanting to close his shop completely, so he takes his tent and makes like a wizard's robe out of it and a wizard's conical hat. And then he uh, agrees to be some muscle for another guy who's owed some money, and in exchange he gets a Komodo dragon as a familiar. And pretty much we'll start back with him walking in with his new stuff. Uh, supposedely one of the other shopkeepers owes him money for a bet. Uh, He owes him 75 gold. If you can get it, he'll give you the Komodo for free. So he tells you where to find that guy. Go find that guy. Okay. You were very easily (laughs) able to persuade him to give you the 75 gold. So you're able to get your Komodo dragon. Yes. So basically it's just like a dog. You can train it for very minimal tricks. He's got a dog-sized Komodo dragon. Boys, you got or now. actually an only size come on dragon. You really want to think about it. <laughs> yeah. I, can, can I could ride it. You can eat you um, for a smack. So I, I, now I, I, me and Omi want to get Komodo those ferrets. <laughs> what do what do Komodo dragons eat? I'm gonna ask him. Is it, is it called a Komodo dragon? You can call it whatever you want. It's the equivalent. Uh, what does what do the big de- desert lizards eat? Um, other smaller lizards. Any sort of meat. They're carnivores. Can I? Like supply, like uh, those ferrets. adventuring supplies. 
No, Man. they wouldn't be able to eat. They would, they would need actual meat. Can I get some meat from you? Yeah. All right. Ten gold. I helped you with 75 gold. Five gold. I helped you with 75 gold. Five gold. Do you need any help with anybody? <laughs> Do you want me to go talk to somebody to give you more money? No, that's all I needed. All right. Thanks. <laughs> he's dead. You guys wake up next morning. Everyone else in the entire city's dead. <laughs> I, I want, I want, I want those ferrets. Too late now. There's no ferrets. There's, there's no ferrets in this place. All right. Damn it. When I head back, when I head back to the inn, I'm going to ask the, the not the inn, but that store. It is an inn, right? A bar. Yeah, it's like a well, it's like a like a collapsible tent that gets moved around. But when it's open, it's like a bar. There's chairs and tables. I'll ask me if you guys any meat. For my familiar. I have some, and it won't keep very long. I mean, we can take some with us, but it's, you know, we won't be able to keep a, a month's worth. We can probably kill something or get something out there. I'm wearing a pointy hat yeah, he has and a... wizard robes, by the way. <laughs> it looks like a tent. It looks like a tent <laughs> <laughs> that has been basically a lot of circus tent. hole here, <laughs> holes for sleeves, and then the top was put into a conical hat. So it looks like the Ringo Brothers Barn Bailey Circus walking around now. <laughs> We've got a big tent. Yeah, I do have a rock on my stuff. Now. At least he's wearing a tent. And we can use it as a tent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just does this and you guys can sleep at night. <laughs> Alright, so um, so you guys are up late into the night, so you only get a few hours sleep. However, Zane, you when you awake, there your the light in your room is much brighter than it should be. There's like a Bright red glow coming from a table beside your bed. It's your guest dagger, and it's glowing red, and it's sort of in the same time as that crystal was kind of throwing me. I reach is my so like I went to bed and put my dagger. Yeah, on. I'm assuming you just like took okay. off. You, know. you got oh. a guest dagger? Oh yeah, that's my weapon that I always use. Oh, I didn't even I didn't know it was guest. You've seen it before it glows and actually can almost turn into flames. This is just all new to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not about it. It's just, I've never explained anything. Oh, it just I says just it right there. Um, I'm sleepily reach out to grab it. Alright, you can feel like a very similar to that thrumming sensation in your hands that's going in the, the blade, which is glows bright red. It's just boom, boom, boom. Where's the uh, crystal? Well, if you still have it, it would be probably on the bed beside you. If you gave it back to Randolph, it'd probably be back in the back of the shop. Right, so, like, I'll dig through whatever and okay. get the crystal, and, and I'm just very confused, and I'm, like, looking at it. All right, and they're both just boom, 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 boom. All right, boom, There's, like, a little flash of light, and then your blade turns, like, a blue color instead of a red color now. So it looks exactly the same, except it's got a blue tint to it. The crystal actually, like, disappears when you do that. It's... Gone. Everything still looks the same? Everything looks the same. But instead of a red tint, it just has like a blue. It has a blue tint. Okay. Does it feel any different? feels a little heavier. Okay. I'll go back to sleep. Okay. You guys get up a couple hours later. Uh, it's a little bit later than you probably would have planned on leaving. You're probably a little bit wasted. Alcohol only. Ah, There's a couple girls. That There's are, no rush. That are like entangled over top There's of you. There's no rush. That's um, how it is. So you get up, you have a breakfast of bacon and ale, and uh, probably by like 11 o'clock, you guys are actually ready to set out. So you've got two camels uh, pulling a wagon, plenty of water, plenty of food, 
extra provisions like ropes, canteens, lanterns, tents, um, that kind of thing. So you do know that going into the wastelands, the more equipment you carry, you go slower, you have to go around objects, and you're also more likely to draw attention. So you know it might be safer just to go out on foot, but you're pretty sure you could survive it. You don't think any of them could. Maybe Randolph could too, but you're familiar enough with the land that you could find food, you could find water, but if you're going to take them with them, you're going to have to take the wagon. Okay. If you have a suggestion for a topic, we'd love to hear it. Email your ideas to podcast at dndacademy.com, and you can connect with us on Twitter at dnd underscore academy. As always, thanks for listening, and remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. <laughs>